Boy, do we have a great show for you this week. Amazon's You Bought What returns with a vengeance, and we hear about some secrets Chrysler CEO has just leaked. Steve joins us for another Jeep Tips about the right way to check your oil. And we share some reviews, voicemails, and even a new Josh's Subconscious. Tony and I talk about some tips to improve the strength of the Dana 30, and I announce what I've got coming from HD Off-Road Engineering. All that, another tip of the hat to our YouTube subscribers, and we announce a new sponsor of the show on the next XJ Talk Show. broadcast for a breaking XJ talk show news bulletin. Gordon Ramsay's sex dwarf found dead. Allegedly eaten by local badger. Full story coming up right after this. By Audible.com. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow. Hey, stud. It's time for the XJ Talk Show. Now, here's my two favorite boys, Tony and Josh. <laughs> One of my favorite intros, Josh. Hey, welcome to a show a episode, well, the XJ Talk Show, and episode 123. It's as easy as 123. Yeah, gotta love it. Love getting up in these triple digits here like this and love doing the show for you guys every week. Glad you guys have joined us. we got a great show for you tonight. It's always a great show, Josh. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> we got some fun stuff in store for you tonight. We got the uh, Amazon You Bought and What couple of uh, Jeep stories uh, as well. Uh, got some Jeep tips for you and some reviews, a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to try and cram it all into just an hour. Yeah, we're going to try to get really close to that hour too, Josh. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, we're going to be doing a, a Jeep tip segment tonight. Uh, how to check your oil. And you know, I've been checking my oil for years and I and learned some stuff when I was editing the uh, that that's that, that little segment earlier. So I think it's going to be uh, very interesting for many of you to to hear what Steve 4.3 LXJ has to say. I want to remind you guys. Uh, yeah, we have a new sponsor, Audible.com, as uh, Josh was uh, talking to us about. We'll tell you a little bit more about that here in the show. And uh, also want to remind you about XJTalk.com. That's the reason why we're here. It's a great forum. You guys all should visit it. Absolutely. Gotta love the websites. That's why we're here, folks. Head over there right now. And don't forget about the show uh, over at xjtalkshow.com. It's where you can find everything. This is the XJ Talk Show, a podcast about Jeep Cherokees, off-roading, and the tech that you need to get you there and back. We're here to promote the web's most premier website for all that is Jeep Cherokee, xjtalk.com. The friendliest and most helpful Jeep site on the web. xjtalk.com encourages and answers all questions and concerns for the first time XJ Jeep owners typically have without flaming or criticism, all while giving you the best, most in-depth articles and write-ups for the repairs and modifications that take the average XJ to the next level. Now get ready. It's time for the XJ Talk Show. It starts right now. First week in G. Well, the big man at Chrysler, CEO Sergio Marchione, cannot keep a secret. Now, most automakers have a stock answer when it comes to feeding, fielding questions about what's going on at the company's R&D and design centers. Now, typically, it's a stiff arm to the camera lens or a swift backhand to the sea of microphones. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating slightly. But you have to admit the cookie-cutter, 
no comment, is basically a slap in the face. Now, typically, it goes something like the movie Fight Club. What's the first rule of Fight Club? Don't talk about Fight Club. Okay, so the engineers and executives at Chrysler aren't participating in an underground fighting ring. Although that would be worth a pay-per-view if you ask me. Now, I digress. It seems lately that the uh, C- Chrysler CEO, Sergio Marchione, hasn't even seen the movie Fight Club because he's been leaking info about what's going on behind the curtain all week. Now, some of the secrets he's mentioned at uh, what the guys in R&D are working on uh, were very hard, working on at least, there's a hybrid minivan. That's right. Chrysler is going to try and produce a hybrid minivan here very soon. It's actually one of the top things on their list right now. Now, I know it's not too glamorous, but it does get better. Check this out. He also mentioned that the Wrangler will be keeping its current styling cues and signature look for the 2015 model year. That's a lot of relief because uh, I know I've reported here recently that the Wrangler is about to get a makeover here in the next few years. Hopefully, 2015 will do it some justice, and we're going to see a nice, easy transition to what they're soon going to be, be, be offering as the new Wrangler. The Dodge Dart will be getting a makeover as well to make it more slim and more efficient, whatever that means. What's the bottom line here with all this? Well, it could be a well-planned publicity stunt to get the likes of us talking about it all, or Mr. Marchione is just a loose cannon. Now, trust me, folks, if you've ever seen this guy or heard him speak, you'll probably side with the first. Now, Jeep Cherokee, as we all know, the new Jeep Cherokee has its car roots. Well, at least it's going to have car roots. As we all know, the new 2014 Jeep Cherokee isn't really much to look at. It definitely resembles more car than SUV. Certainly more car than off-road icon. Well, now it's official. The new Cherokee is, in fact, so much like a car that, in large, the new Chrysler 200 will not only be sharing the same platform, but likely, likely many of the same parts as well. This is also true for the Dodge Dart, since the Cherokee was based on the Dart platform in its initial design. What does all this mean? Well, to me, it means the new Cherokee is a car and not a crossover in SUV, further doing an injustice to the name on the side. Hey guys, if you would like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep, just like John, pre-runner 1982, did with our first and second story, please send an email to newstips at xjtalk.com. Hey, it's Matt Adair with Petty Cash Racing. Tune in to the XJ Talk Show to find out more about our team and the Jeep we all love. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJ Talk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. Well, Josh, it's time for a little YouTube subscriber appreciation. Yeah, as you guys know, we broadcast the event live every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central on YouTube. We've been asking you guys to subscribe, and well, you've certainly been doing that. The list is growing bigger and bigger every week, and so much so we can't keep up with it. We don't want to spend a whole episode giving props to all the names on the list, so we pick out a few every week and, well, give them some props. Jose Torres, number one spot this week. Assault, spelled funny with uh, the number four. Brown Racing Double Zeros. Oh, I like this one. Cherokee Guy 1988. I want to yeah, thank all you guys, all 452 of you. I think a couple snuck in after I put that number on the show notes. It might be 453 or 454. Oh, I'm sure it's growing all the time. Guys, if your name hasn't been called here recently and you've joined or subscribed here recently, don't fret. We're sure to call your name sooner or later. 
Thanks a lot for subscribing. So, uh, man, we got some reviews this week, Josh. I'm uh, really tickled, uh, especially about this. Uh, well, both of them, of course, but the the one where the guy said uh, uh, about the uh, losing sleep or planning his week. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. not jump into into it too far, but uh, let's start with the iTunes review. Also, very much appreciated. Yeah, as you guys know, we are on iTunes. You can find well virtually the entire show archive on there, with uh, some exceptions. But there's a uh, uh, quite a bit on iTunes for you guys to listen to, nonetheless. Uh, so all of you iTunes users, if you know somebody who's using iTunes and enjoys podcasts, make sure you turn them on to the show. Uh, and by all means, leave a five-star review like this next person did and leave us a comment as well. Best Jeep XJ talk show ever by Mustang Cobra. The best Jeep talk show out there. I love watching and listening to Tony and Josh give out great Jeep tips and tricks. I recommend and have recommended this show to anyone who enjoys working on wheeling or just driving Jeeps in general. Thanks, guys, and keep it up. That was by Wason, W-O-A-S-O-N. He says, P.S., I'm American. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that with that name because uh, it's like wax on, wax off. Uh, you know, I wasn't too sure. But, uh, yeah, we, we know who you are. We've seen you on the site. We really appreciate the, the great review. And I thought it was pretty cool that uh, he goes by Mustang Cobra. I yeah. mean, you know, how many, how many great XJ talk shows do you get from Mustangs, uh, Mustang owners? You know, it's funny, uh, through all my perusing online through the different forums and Jeep sites and all that stuff, it seems like there are a lot of Cherokee owners that choose a Mustang as their daily driver. Uh, maybe it's because the injectors are easy to swap uh, from one vehicle to the other. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the connection is. I don't know what the attraction is. I've never really been a huge Ford guy myself. Uh, not that I'm, you know, pro Cobra or I mean, uh, pro Chevy or, or uh, you know, anti uh, Ford or anything like that. Just I've never really seen the attraction, but uh, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Well, we have this uh, this other one, which wasn't really an official, uh, like a, a Stitcher review or an iTunes review. It's a, a review that uh, it was kind of I don't even know if you call it a review. It's just some nice words that uh, Michael Brewer said about us on Google Plus. If you're not aware, we're on Google Plus with the XJ Talk Show and XJTalk.com. And uh, I think uh, there was an automatic post put up about the uh, the show that was coming up tonight. And uh, he, Michael Brewer commented on that post. He says, only 10 more hours to the next show, exclamation mark. It's going to sound so much better, even from Poland. Most productive thing I could do at 5 a.m. Just can't wait until Monday night to hear the show. <laughs> that is just awesome. Losing sleep for the podcast, man. That's a, that's a true fan right there. Thanks again, Michael. Really appreciate it. Yep. And uh, let's see. There was one other thing that he said here that I thought was funny. Uh, well, yeah. Best a web podca podcast ever seen. I schedule my week around it. Now, that's some dedication, man. That is some <laughs> real dedication. I, I commented. I even posted this up on uh, XJ Talk Facebook. And I, I commented that uh, it really brought a smile to my face. But uh, being a little humble about it, I was, uh, I, I kind of wonder if he's just joking around just a, just a bit there, but, uh, but what if he's serious? That's kind of scary and exciting at the same time. Well, it'd be uh, scary when he says, and I'm waiting outside your house for the next episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that would be a little scary. No, we, we really appreciate the feedback guys, whether it's by web, by, by email or even by phone. Uh, we've always, we're always giving out that 24 seven voicemail line of call. You guys can call in if you're, uh, you know, not that good of a typer or not that good with words. 
Uh, just give us a call, whether you're intoxicated, inebriated, or bone stone <laughs> sto- sober. 530-675-4102. We love the feedback, guys. Keep it coming. And we've got several voicemails coming up tonight. But let's get on to our our next fun segment. Oh, and this is going to be a lot of fun. I just know it. <laughs> Amazon.com and the XZ Talk Show present You Bought What? So uh, for those of you guys uh, who don't know, uh, and for those who do, hang tight. i got to bring everybody else up to speed. Here at the XJ Talk Show, we've got a great relationship with Amazon.com. And as you guys know, Amazon.com is the premier source for all your online shopping needs. Now, how it's uh, how it works is you head over to XJTalk.com or XJTalkShow.com. You click on the Amazon banner right there on the homepage, right there on the main page. It takes you straight over to Amazon where you can continue your online shopping as you normally would. But Amazon has agreed to give us a small pittance, a tiny little kickback, a very minuscule percentage of whatever you buy as a, as a way to help support the show. So if you like to like what you're hearing, you like the podcast, you'd like to support us, help keep the lights on and help keep the content coming, well, make sure you're shopping at Amazon.com and make sure you're shopping or clicking on the link there on our homepage. And then, uh, again, you're not going to spend a single cent more, not a dime more for anything that you buy but Amazon has agreed to not only give us a little kickback, but also give us a list of what you guys have been buying. Now, sometimes it's really cool stuff like Jeep parts and stuff like that. Other times it's stuff for the garage. Sometimes it's food stuff. And sometimes, well, sometimes you guys throw us a really cool curveball. And uh, we might actually see a curveball tonight. So hang tight. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's for the groin. I know where you were going there. <laughs> All this ball talk lately. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, I was thinking of a uh, different kind of groin, but okay. So uh, to each his own, I'm not here to judge. Um, <clears throat> I do, do want to <laughs> mention, though, that uh, you go and click on the banner, the Amazon.com banner, on xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com before you make your purchase. And the show gets between 4 and 10% of the purchase. So if you are, have been holding off buying that sailboat, now's mm-hmm. the time that would be the time. And yes. Go click on the, you know, we're likely to give you a, a 30 minute segment to talk about your sailboat on the show. If you uh, remember to click on Amazon.com or Amazon.com banner first. But anyway, let's get to the fun. Okay, real real quick though, before uh, we get to uh, there, there was uh, something that popped up uh, recently about you know items in a shopping cart or wish list and stuff like that. I'm not sure exactly how it works with the wish list on Amazon, uh, but if you let's say you went over to Amazon, you didn't know about this uh, about this uh, this setup here. Um, you have something in your cart already. You might want to clear that out and then go find it again. If you uh, recently clicked on something that you're about ready to buy and you're just listening to this. And you think, oh, geez, I want to help them out. Uh, you're gonna have to clear that card out, log off, whatever, clear the cookies. I'm not sure exactly what all you're gonna have to do, but in order for you to get the credit, for us to get the credit, and to end up on this list, well, you're gonna have to make sure you click on those banners first before you do your shopping. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go through the, the jump through some hoops for us, that's great. But uh, I'll tell you what, just remember us next time if you don't want to mess with all that, because the most important thing is that you're here listening to the show, whether it be on the live show, what's going on right now, or listening to us uh, on the podcast, which is recorded and released every Monday at uh, midnight central time. So this list is huge right now, guys. You guys have been buying like crazy, and that's awesome. Obviously, some of you guys are getting that tax return money and putting it to good use. And I see some very uh, um, interesting things on the show. I don't don't know if I would say good use, Josh. (laughs) I would say use. 
I'm we glad it's good because, use. Yes, I'm sure there's some use getting out of this. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's uh, up to any good or up to no good. I, I'm not sure, but we'll ease into that a little bit. Let's start with something safe here in the sports and outdoors uh, category. A Security Ling 4800LM 4x Cree XML T6 LED bicycle light. Basically, it's a bright-ass bicycle light uh, made by Cree. And those are the guys who are making awesome LED technology for those really cool light bars that, uh, well, Tony's got on his Jeep now and that I will soon be having as well. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that in the uh, the, the chit-chat section, but I actually bought some metal to build me a bracket for my 44-inch uh, light bar. But anyway, uh, here we go. We've got a, uh, a DVD, Game of Thrones Season 3 Blu-ray DVD combo plus a digital copy. So I've heard a lot about Game of Thrones. I've never watched it. You know, I'm in the same boat, Tony. I, I hear a lot of people talking about it. I think it may have won awards, or at least there's some actors from the show that have won awards. And, uh, well, I just I haven't given it a shot yet. I don't I don't have the premium cable. I think that's like on HBO or Showtime or something like that. So, uh, But uh, obviously the DVDs are out there. I might have to pick up one of these myself, give the show a shot. So what do we got here? We've got, uh, well, a sexy black sheer lace tie-up bra with matching thong. It's a two-piece set. It's by Renee Roth. Yummy. I am not going to assume that that's being worn by a woman, but I'm <laughs> going to hope that it is. So. I'm going to imagine it that way just because that's <laughs> the kind of guy I am. So uh, <laughs> I don't think that you didn't have this one, Mark, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume you weren't going to read this one. Uh, Two-pack thong and boy short, <laughs> silver and black panty with accent lace. I, w- I wonder if it's a Latin accent. Uh medium, uh, black, white, you know, that's, uh, that's another thing that, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hope that's going in the panty drawer and, and not next to the boxers, but, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and, and just keep moving along here with the Batman dark Knight rises three fourth Bane mask, multicolored one size fits all. Now, uh, there's something here that just, it, it, there's three items that, that really kind of were, were all together on the list at one time. It was that that sexy black sheer lace tie-up bra with matching thong and this uh, Bane mask, along with a women's summer tube top mini dress, one size fits all in blue. Now, I don't remember blue being a big part of Bane's costume in the last Batman, the Dark Knight Rises uh, movie, but uh, somebody's got a very, very interesting uh, bedroom repertoire, or they're certainly shopping early for their Halloween costume. Yeah, just uh, remember, uh, Batman, when you're swinging from the uh, overhead fan, uh, if it's not mounted properly, it will come down on uh, both of you or just you if you're alone. Well, and so- speaking of mounting properly, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way you do it, folks. <laughs> Where's the PB blaster when I need it? So, um, yeah, I like this one. Yeah, this is kind of going off a, a different direction. Uh, J and D's Hickory, Hickory Bacon Salt. Oh yeah! Oh, now they ruined it. Low sodium. Oh, two two ounce bottle. Two ounces. That's not much. No, that that's barely enough for a plate of eggs. You know. So I, I hey, maybe they're just testing it out before they uh, they buy the the pound brick of it. <laughs> yeah, the 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 lick the the what yeah. do you call the salt lick? The bacon salt lick. <laughs> just yeah. keep that next to the TV and uh, uh, yeah, that's that's the way. What I've it. got one of those on my dash, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> dash, I got it on the shifter. Yeah, right. 
So we've got a uh, uh, a women's V-shaped hollow lace strap, one-piece sexy lingerie, size medium and in white. Now, uh, you guys are definitely uh, hooking us up here with some funny uh, because that's a lot of bedroom stuff that's all being ordered, and it's all grouped together. So this has got to be going to one house. A lot of lingerie and a Batman uh, Bane mask. That's it's just it it screams one hell of a night. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. We got a lot of food stuff here. Um, Eight hundred seeds carrot rainbow blend. Uh, Daskus. Carita seeds by seeds needs. You know, if you need some seeds, uh, carrots are certainly a way to go. I love the rainbow carrots. They uh, certainly dress up a plate, as you guys know. I'm I'm no stranger to the kitchen. I love cooking, and uh, and those rainbow fingerling carrots are really something else. And uh, one of these days, I will build myself some raised beds and get a garden going. But uh, for now, I just don't have the time for it. So I'm going to live vicariously through you guys. We're ordering seeds through Amazon.com. Absolutely. And I wouldn't mind seeing a few pictures of these uh, gardens these people are planting. I know we do have a gardening thread out over on XJTalk.com. We do have some green thumbs that are fans of the show and Jeepers and stuff like that. So, uh, hey, if you guys out there are listening and uh, and you enjoy some gardening, head over to XJTalk.com, find the gardening thread, and, uh, well, post up some pics. So there's one last one here that I, I, I had to highlight because... I just if you're listening to the pre-show guys, and this is why you got to tune into the live show because uh, you heard me just about lose myself. Uh, <laughs> and I was almost in tears when I started reading this because it caught me completely off guard. Now we've had the, the, you know, the occasional uh, marital aid is what I will call it for uh, sake of uh, keeping this PG 13. But this one, this one approaches the line of which I can't, I can't really, you know, spin this any other way, but uh, this is a women's three color fashion pack of open crotch side lace up thong red purple black in medium so <laughs> the open crotch uh is is just i mean there's two words right there you i mean open crotch come on that, so that's- so let me make sure i understand this now i know when i'm buying computer stuff sometimes you can get a better deal if it's open box so oh. <laughs> would, would this be like a uh, a mishap at the factory where they just didn't you know thread up the the middle area of the crotch thing because i i personally think that would be kind of cold Great for going to the bathroom, but you know. Yeah, you know, uh, boy, I'm going to leave that one alone (laughs) just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, normally uh, hands don't go into an open box, uh, and well, let's just leave it there. I I think it begs that they do, Josh. (laughs) I mean, if you're doing it right. Right, right. (laughs) We just found out what you bought. Oh my god, I just can't believe that made it on the list. Yeah, kudos, kudos to you guys uh, putting the stuff on the list that we have fun uh, getting read about. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm I'm a little flush. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but yeah, it definitely got me blushing a little bit. So a uh, lot of fun. Keep up the good work, guys. We love the curveballs. We love the off the wall stuff. We love having fun with this stuff, and obviously, you guys are having some fun too. Uh, probably a little bit more than some of you should be, but <laughs> but honey. <laughs> I bought this for so we could get on the show. We might as well use it. <laughs> uh, that, no, keep it, up the good work. We really appreciate it. Is that you, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff, and uh, we appreciate you guys going in there, irregardless of you buying something that's uh, funny or, or, or interesting or Jeep related. We really appreciate you guys going and clicking on the banner before going over there and purchasing your things at Amazon. Uh, kudos, hats off, the whole nine yards. 
Well, Josh, it's time for chit chat. We need a we need to roll something here with chit chat. I guess a lot of or maybe the uh, some uh, of that uh, peanuts to play. You know, roll right before the chat. <laughs> have to figure out some sort of a production uh, that we can we can do to roll into the chit chat portion of every show, guys. This is the part where Tony and I just kind of chew the rag about what's going on with our own jeeps and uh, and what's happening in life in general. Now, as you guys know, we talked a lot in several episodes about ball joints and how mine needed to be replaced and which ones I went with. Uh, and you guys can head back to episodes I think geez one nineteen through one twenty two probably uh, somewhere around there about all that ball joint talk. And, uh, and figure out what it was that I bought. Well, I, I didn't get a chance to install them last weekend. I, uh, I, I have a side gig that I do where I, uh, I'm a part-time DJ as well. As, uh, and, I, and I had a gig that I had to do. Had to do. And it was a long one, too. Uh, and it wasn't very close to the house. It was about an hour drive. It's a lot of gear that I have to do for a gig like this. And, and it just really wore me out. Uh, and, and that was, that was last Saturday when it came around Sunday for me to do some tinkering with the Jeep. I just didn't have it in me. I decided to sleep in, take a rest and, and give my body a little bit of a rest after lugging all that heavy equipment around. So I didn't get to the ball joint install last week. It is scheduled for this week though. I am bound and determined to get those ball joints in and I have another couple little projects that I'm going to do as well. So while I have the ball joints out, you know, really, you're you're almost completely disassembling that Dana 30 to do a ball joint job. Uh, you know, the the wheels and tires come off, uh, the brake calipers come off, the rotors come off, uh, and the best way to do it is to pull the axle shafts out as well, so you can really open up the C's, uh, you know, the knuckles, and and get to the ball joints. So once you're at that point, I figure might as well do a um, a substantial upgrade to the strength of the Dana 30. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, Josh is going to weld in a big truss. Well, I, I might, but it's not going to happen right now. What I am going to do, however, is gusset the C's. Now, the C's are the things on the end of the axle tube. These are the things that the ball joints get pressed into that the knuckles attach to. And this is what enables your, well, the front end to steer and all that stuff. So, But the C's on a Dana 30, although are strong and can hold up to a fair amount of abuse, and especially if you're in the, you know, the 30s to 31 to even maybe even some 33-inch tire range. Uh, but when you get up into the 33s and do some heavy wheeling or you're stepping up into a larger tire size than 33, you really want to start seriously considering if you're going to be keeping the Dana 30 to strengthen it up quite a bit. And one of the things you can do is gusset the C's. Now, what's a gusset? Well, a gusset is what's going to connect two planes or two areas of metal together and uh, and really strengthen them up altogether. And that's what I'm planning on doing. Now, Rough Stuff and I think Ballistic Fabrication, there's a few other companies out there that manufacture these off the shelf. Just boom, here you go. Uh, but I decided I'm going to make my own. I've got a fabricator buddy who, who's got plenty of metal laying around, and, uh, and he's offered to help me out with some of the fabrication as long as I help him out with making the template. So it's a little bit of CAD work. That's computer, or not computer-aided drafting. It'll be cardboard-aided drafting is what <laughs> I'm going to do. Uh, take a little bit of piece of cardboard and start you know, trimming and cutting and drawing and all that sort of stuff to kind of get your basic shape of what it's going to be like. Now, I'm using sort of what is uh, out there available on the market as a template already. Uh, if, if it's working for other people, if companies are putting their name behind it and selling these things, well, it's good enough for me. I want to give it a shot on my own, though. So I'm going to kind of use that as a concept idea and, uh, and, you know, for the general shape and, of course, where they go and all that stuff. And then kind of uh, maybe even improve on that, maybe add some other things that I've seen other people do online 
to improve the strength of the C's on their own Dana 30. So that's in store for the, you know, while I'm doing the ball joint install. If I try to do this before, during, or after their ball joints are still in, uh, I'm going to smoke them uh, because uh, there's a lot of heat that's going to be transferred while you're welding these on. In really ways, you're gusseting the C's. You can't do it any other way. Do not try to do this with bolts and screws or JB weld. Uh, no, you're going to have to do this by welding them on. So it's not something that's uh, really a bolt-on kit. This is a weld-on upgrade to the Dana 30. But in my mind, in the kind of wheeling that I do, I think it's pretty necessary, at least until I do an axle upgrade. And that would be something along the lines of a Dana 44 or a Dana 60 or you know something else. So until then, uh, the ball joint's going to go in. The C's are going to get gusted, not in that order, obviously. Uh, and I have something coming in the mail that may or may not get installed at the same time. But it's not for the front of the Jeep. It's not for the Dana 30. Nope, it's for the back end. And it's for the leaf springs, in fact. I actually ordered up a set of the HD Engineering Shackle Relocation Brackets. And uh, for those who don't know what these things are, we talked a little bit about it last episode. Uh, but what this is going to do, it's a bolt-in kit. I may throw a couple tack welds in there. Just for you know, peace of mind, make sure these things aren't going to go anywhere. But a lot of the Cherokee guys out here swear by this HD off-road engineering shackle relocation bracket. Uh, this this kit is also um, a similar kit is made by Rough Country. You guys can go check them out at uh, hdengineering.com uh, or uh, roughcountry.com. You can see these things. And basically what it does is it drops the location of the shackle mount down and gives you different points along the length of the vehicle, but it's not much, only about, you know, maybe, you know, 10 inches or so, uh, for you to uh, mount that pivot point of the upper shackle mount uh, to increase the angle of it. And what that does, it's just like the angle of your control arms. It's going to make the spring do more of the work. It's going to make the suspension do more of the work instead of transferring a lot of the shock and vibrations of the trail on the road through the shackle into the body. It's going to make the suspension work harder, and it's going to make create a lot smoother ride. The benefits, well, you're going to get a little bit of a lift anywhere from inch to an inch and a half and a lot smoother ride, but primarily the best benefit is better articulation, and that's what I'm going after. The back end of my Jeep does not flex like I want it to. This is going to help out quite a bit. Now, I know you you did the um, lower control arm mounts because you had pretty much beat the hell out of the ones that were on the, the Dana 30. Yep. I, uh, I'll be honest, man. I've never heard about gusseting the, uh, would you call that the knuckle or is the knuckle the part that goes on to the C? The knuckle is the part that attaches via the ball joints to the C. Okay. So, um, I guess this wouldn't matter. Uh, have you given any thought to, and I'm really, I really out on the limb here. Don't know what I'm talking about, but replacing the Dana 30 knuckles with Dana 44 knuckles. And then also replacing the uh, wheel bearing assembly with uh, something that's more heavy duty. You know, I've thought about even doing the WJ knuckle swap. Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. And, and, and this, would, uh, this would give you uh, the, the ability to do a crossover high steer. Uh, it gives you the ability to mount the, um, the dual piston calipers. Oh, that's right. You already have the, the high steer. Is it high steer? You already it's, have high steer uh, on yours, right? It's over, it's over the knuckle. Over the knuckle. I, it's not, te- I mean, it's technically a high steer. It's not a true crossover steering. It's still an inverted T uh, setup as far as the actual steering geometry goes. Um, but it, it, when you get into, you know, the kind of design of a Dana 44 knuckle, um, and, and you, you talking about high steer, it's really the, the steering is so much above the knuckles 
um, that it's that that's where you enter the high steer. Now mine are over the knuckle OTK for abbreviation. So over the knuckle steering, uh, with my one ton steering setup that I've got. Um, and so it's not a true high steer, uh, but so it's, it, but it's, it's close, uh, but it's definitely over the knuckle, which is a far improvement over the stock steering setup, the inverted Y setup, setup, uh, that is stock on a Cherokee. Now, are you getting any, uh, any, uh, uh, a dead zone of, uh, I guess in your steering because of the, uh, tie rod roll? There is a little bit in there. Now there's a polyurethane spacer that goes in between the drag link and the tie rod, um, that, uh, helps minimize some of that. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a part that, that does see some wear because yeah. there's a lot of force and, and stuff on there. And, and I'm probably another wheeling trip or two away from having to replace that. Um, you know, you know, so it's, uh, is there a dead spot like that you typically get with an inverted T setup? Yes, there is. Is it massive? Is it caused me to fly all over the road and have the Jeep, uh, generally uncontrollable? No, it's really not that bad. So for but, a daily driver, it would be noticeable and, and perhaps not something you'd want to do. And I was just going to say that in fact, that, uh, if you are daily driving, uh, you've got a long commute, you spend a lot of time in your Jeep. Uh, that kind of setup may not be for you. There is a learning curve. It's something that you have to get used to, uh, just like, you know, driving without sway bars or, you know, driving a lifted vehicle or, you know, anytime you do a major modification to the suspension or steering, it's going to be a different vehicle. It's going to feel different. It's going to perform different. Uh, and in you're, you're going to, it's going to take a while to get used to. Well, let me, so, let me ask you before we get too far away from what you just said about the driving without sway bars. What's your personal opinion on driving daily without a sway bar? Now, I've heard, I mean, there was a, a, a Jeeper up in Oklahoma recently, I believe a pre-runner knew him, that lost his life. And I did read something that it was something having to do with having to react and not having a sway bar that caused him to roll and, and, and ultimately pass away from that. Uh, is that something that you think it's a, a good idea for people to be driving around without sway bars? I mean, people should do whatever they feel is feels comfortable, but for our responsibility from this show, uh, I, I don't know that that's something that we would recommend doing. I mean, it's not that big a deal to get disconnects. No, it, it's not. Uh, but let me, let, let me warn you guys when, when you, when you go to an over the knuckle steering system, uh, on the Jeep Cherokee, on the Dana 30, uh, the sway bar, uh, links, the, the mounts that, that the sway bar would attach to the, the, the the sway bar links that would attach to the bracket on the axle th- those bracket those axle brackets have to be cut off uh, so essentially once you go over the knuckle y- you have two options either you have to fabricate or buy some extended sway bar links to weld back on mm-hmm. uh, to reattach your sway bar or you drive without one now my jeep is not a daily driver anymore it's a dedicated trail rig and although i don't trailer it I do have to drive to get to my wheeling uh, destinations and, of course, drive back. Now, uh, over the years, I have not bothered with reconnecting my sway bars after a wheeling trip, and I have you know, would forget about it for a couple of weeks. And this is while I was daily driving my Jeep, but this is, of course, before the inverted T over-the-knuckle steering setup that I've got now. Uh, and so I got a little bit introduced to, I got a little bit used to what it's like to drive without sway bars. Now, some people are in the camp of, Oh, I would never, ever do it. You know, I've heard that, you know, you go around the block without your sway bar disconnected and you're going to end up in a ditch and on your roof. Yeah. Uh, and it's entirely possible, honestly, guys. I, I, well, it, it feels funny, but I've never felt like I was going to roll it. 
No, it really, I was just going to say, it all depends on what your driving style is, how competent of a driver you are. And I'm not going to sit here and attempt to insult your intelligence and, mm-hmm. and you know, predict of, you know, what kind of driver you are or tell you that you're a good driver or a bad driver, or I'm better or worse than you. Um, what I will say is that it, playing into what Tony was talking about, the Oklahoma Jeeper uh, who lost his life, and it may or may not have been due to his sway bars. I, you know, I don't have the evidence here in front of me. But I will say that it does drastically increase your chances of a rollover and decrease your ability to competently maneuver out of a situation if you have to make a drastic steering maneuver. And we're talking Uh, drastic here, though. And I I do mean drastic. I'm talking freeway speeds. The semi that's in front of you suddenly stops because he ran into the back of another semi. Um, You have a catastrophic failure in your own Jeep or the vehicle in front of you. You have no other choice but to completely whip that steering wheel around, and the sway bars prevent the body roll. It prevents the body from basically sucking down or or pulling up the suspension, and, and really it keeps the Jeep maneuverable. When you disconnect the sway bars, it's great off-road, but on-road, you lose a lot of your ability <laughs> to, to navigate out of a situation like yeah, that. It feels so, like you're steering a boat is what it feels so, like. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a little, like, like I said, it it's definitely takes some getting used to. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. There's no benefit to driving daily driving your Jeep without sway bars. In fact, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you're in the boat of where, hey, I'm going to be doing this steering upgrade, I can't afford sway bar, extended sway bar links right now. It's going to have to be the next phase of things. You know, you can do it. Uh, I'm not going to recommend it. I don't advocate it. I'm not an advocate for it, but you know, it's not the end of the world either. Well, I think, uh, I think I'd like to mention here something real quick. Uh, XG talk show is now a, um, you know, I'm, I messed up with this earlier today. I was trying to do a tweet, uh, affiliate. I'm having trouble with, with words. I think it's, uh, I'm missing naps is the problem, Josh, oh, but yeah. uh, we're now an affiliate for, uh, audible.com. And if you're a podcast listener, well, you're just a hop, skip, and a jump away from listening to a book, especially if you can't read like me and Josh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We've often said that, well, we're functional literates, and we played into that in a little bit in our other podcast, which is on hiatus right now. But uh, it's no it's it's no secret that Tony and I don't like to read. <laughs> so that's where audiobooks come in. And there's no math, damn it. <laughs> hey, my nope. favorite part. <laughs> Yeah, well, audible.com, as I mentioned uh, earlier in the show, at the beginning of the show, they have over 150,000 titles, and it's growing all the time across any imaginable topic that you can think of, from tech to sci-fi, fiction to fantasy, and yes, they even have some Jeep stuff. I even looked at uh, a couple of Jeep books uh, this afternoon. They've got some really cool, actually, Jeep-related children's books uh, in audible form, great for road trips for uh, for those of you guys who uh, take us some cross-country trips this spring break or summer break coming up here soon. Uh, with the kitties uh, to get you started well we here at the xj talk show we got you hooked up uh, you just got to go to audibletrial.com slash xj talk show i know it's a lot but we're going to go ahead and post up that link for you on the xj talk show homepage. you guys can click on that and get instantly one free title of your choice now not all audiobooks are free and some of the good ones well they're going to cost you a little bit it's not an arm and a leg it's actually quite inexpensive 
but this will get you going. You get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice. Now, who says you can't get something for nothing? We're hooking you up here at the XJ Talk Show. All you got to do is head over to audibletrial.com slash XJ Talk Show. Hey, I'll mention, you know, if you're heading out to the trail, you may be going all the way out to uh, the Rubicon or, uh, you know, doing a long trip out to Moab. You know, you're driving along in the uh, the tow rig. You can listen to one of these audio books and uh, enjoy yourself and uh well, you won't have to listen to the uh, the person sitting next to you yap on about something that you don't want to hear about. <laughs> Very good point. I like that. Are you listening to me? Just nod. Every 15 seconds, just nod. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Uh, this is Wiki B, uh, Dickie G's dim-witted cousin. <laughs> I've got a what you call an audio tip for you guys. Never lick your car battery. They may look like licorice, but it tastes like burning. Okay, you have a good one. Bye. If you can lick your car battery, there's a woman that wants to see you right now. Yes, okay. (laughs) With or without battery acid. What's the the lead singer of of Kiss? What was his name? Not Richard Simmons. uh, Gene. uh, Gene Simmons. That's what it was. He's got a tongue that might be able to do that. (laughs) Maybe so. Hey, it's heart theft. Uh, You guys know me from xjtalk.com, of course. Uh, so I was on the website and I totally saw an advertisement for Toyota. <laughs> you guys fraternizing with the enemy? Come on. And, um, enough with the talk about red Jeeps, blue Jeeps, white Jeeps, black Jeeps, all that. No. If you can still see your paint job by the time you're done off-roading, you're doing it wrong. Take a tip <laughs> from us, Ranger guys. Later. See you. Bye. Forum and functionality, my son. Forum and functionality. I'm keeping the paint on mine. Uh, Josh probably won't. Oh, boy. Well, you guys know I've, I've already got one fender that's a mismatched color, and I frequently come back from the trail with a brown Jeep that used to be black. So, Oh, I, yeah. don't mind getting it, I don't mind getting it dirty, but I don't want any creases in mine. So you guys can say whatever you want to say about me. I'm going to try to keep mine as pristine as long as I can. You need to get some sliders on yours, Josh. You're doing all those other great, uh, great things, but you need to get some sliders on yours. I've got some rock sliders. One of them's uh, oh, that's up. right. I forgot about yeah. that. You got a new one. Yes, I do. And uh, you know, my, I didn't do a lot of wheeling over the winter. It was right at the end of the last summer's uh, wheeling season that I bent up that one. Um, hooked up with Warrior Products. They were very generous. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only gave us an interview, uh, but also uh, gave me a replacement rock bar. Uh, to swap out, so um, that's uh, that's going on the Jeep as well. I uh, replaced the bent up one, and uh, and very much looking forward to uh, to getting back out on the rocks. Hey, this is Nikki G, and every day is get naked day in the Jeep. <laughs> I don't catch you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Great words of wisdom. Something tells me Nikki might have been hey, naked when he recorded that. that. Yeah. I need to YJ. Wrangler, just wanted to call in while I um, listen to your old podcast and uh, give you a little mini tip. I talked to us on one show 
replacing motor mounts. And you, you touched on it briefly, but I had one hell of a time replacing my motor mounts. And I fought with them, fought with them, tried to jack up the engine, everything. Oh, it was awful. Until I reread, and it said, remove the bolt that connects to your transmission mount. As soon as I released those bolts, it might have been one or two, everything slipped into place. So, anyone struggling with motor mounts that didn't want to uh, replace their transmission mount at the same time, still, replace, uh, remove that nut that holds that on, and you're, you're going to thank yourself. So, learn from my mistakes. Instead of fighting with it, just uh, loosen that up. Thanks, guys. Look forward to listening to you soon. Hey, thanks for that tip, Pat. Yeah, I, I can just well imagine fighting with that thing and then uh, realizing what you need to do and, uh, boy, having that relief of, uh, oh, it's going to work. I'm going to be able to drive my Jeep again. Yeah, no, motor mounts are, are a huge thing, and they can be a little tricky. Uh, and loosening up that transmission mount, uh, and I wouldn't recommend dropping the cross member at all, but just loosening up mm -hmm. that, that training mount a little bit just to get you a little bit of fudge room really goes a long way to making sure those bolts slide right in. Yep, yep. Great tip. Thanks for uh, calling that in. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I got a few questions and concerns about the uh, map sensor on my Jeep, which is very misleading because it doesn't stand for any doesn't stand for any uh, type of navigational aid whatsoever. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I think it stands for manifold air pressure, which is really not fair because my Jeep is under enough pressure just to get me to work on time. I don't think anybody needs to hassle it about its manifolds. Speaking about maps, uh, it's kind of sad that our children will never know what it's like to try <laughs> to fold true. a gas station map while driving lost. <laughs> Curse you, Siri, and you know it all, biatch. All right, gentlemen, I'll <laughs> chat you later. Have a good one. Bye. Biatch. <laughs> That's great. Nicky G, we can always count on him for something uh, off the wall and uh, going a diff totally different direction. <laughs> yep, yep. Now, I got to love the voicemails from Nikki G, and we got to love those voicemails coming from you guys. That's right. You who's listening to this right now, if you're within the sound of my voice, give that voicemail line a call. And let us know what you think. 530-675-4102. Boy, we love, love, love the listener involvement. And, uh, you know, listeners can become uh, members of the show uh, simply by uh, jumping in with both feet, just like uh, uh, Pre-Runner 1982 has done. Uh, just like Josh has done. I mean, he was a, a listener, xjtalk.com member and a, a listener, and he joined the show. So uh, you'd like to do a segment on the show, man, just uh, give us a con uh, just contact us, either uh, Josh or I at uh, uh, Josh or Tony at uh, xjtalkshow.com and uh, let us know your idea. And, uh, man, we'll get you get you hooked up, get you uh, give you some tips on uh, how to get on here and uh, do your uh, your own segment or – uh, do a Jeep Tips, uh, a Wrangler uh, segment, whatever we're going to call it, uh, which we probably need to mention that again, Josh, because we'd still like to get some names for the uh, the new Wrangler segment, uh, yeah, or even the right. new Radiocom Tech segment that we have. So uh, these are not owned by anyone, just like, the, just like Josh and I don't own the show. We don't keep people out. We let you know bring everybody in and have fun, voicemail segments, whatever you want to do. We love having you on. 
Yeah, I was going to mention that uh, this uh, midweek uh, midweek offering that uh, that Tony posted up here recently uh, was a interview from me back. Uh, geez, what was that? 2011, 2012? Yeah, 2011, probably around uh, September or August time frame. Yeah, that was a good uh, almost three years ago. It's, it's funny listening to that and and how much things have changed. Uh, not only with my Jeep, my own life, but also you know my involvement here with the show. It's definitely, uh, you know, made me reminisce a little bit, you know, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. I remember when I was just a listener, I remember when I was just a fan and, uh, and here I am now, you know, I got the, uh, I got the, the co-pilot seat here. And, and like I said, guys, we've always got a third seat open, uh, whether it be for John helping us out with the, you know, the, the news tips or, or the radio com tech or, or Rob helping us out with the Wrangler segment. Uh, and it could be you, uh, telling a story about your recent wheeling trip or, or something like that. I uh, don't think just because you're not a professional broadcaster that you can't get on the show, guys. We're just uh, we're just a couple of knuckleheads doing this stuff, and and you can join in on the fun too. So we hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, really good point. I'm glad you mentioned the knucklehead thing, Josh, because uh, I'll take a, a quick minute here to say uh, we got a, a wonderful compliment in the uh, xjtalk.com chat uh, little window that's at the top of each page on xjtalk.com where you can uh, go and read the forum stuff and also to keep up with uh, the the knuckleheads that, and I mean knuckleheads, that are in uh, chat. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, um, got a, a nice compliment. Uh, one of our new xjtalk.com members, I think actually found the, the site through listening to the podcast. He commented on he thought it was a professionally produced show, which of course makes Josh and I just, just giggle because we know the truth of the matter. But we, I'm sure, I'm speaking for Josh too, but I was very flattered uh, that uh, they thought it was a professional show until he mentions until Tony screwed up that I knew it wasn't a professional show. He could have mentioned Josh instead, but anyway, <laughs> I just want to make sure that you guys understand. We're just a couple of guys. We got a couple of Jeeps. Actually, I got three, but who's counting? And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're uh, we just we're we're a couple of hams that like goofing around behind a microphone, and uh, this was a good excuse to do it. So. Uh, very flattered, very happy that uh, everybody is uh, liking the show so much and the great compliments and, and the involvement. But it, this ain't no professional deal, guys. And you don't have to be either. So don't feel like you shouldn't be involved in this show, uh, not calling in because you, don't, you won't make the grade. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> it's not professional. Like Josh said, just a couple <laughs> of knuckleheads with Jeeps talking about it on the the well, I want to say radio, but the pseudo radio, the podcast. So please feel free to join us. All right. Well, uh, enough of that. Let's uh, get over to uh, our Jeep Tips segment. And now for a disclaimer. Jeep Tips is for entertainment purposes only. If you choose to follow these tips, man up and take the responsibility for your own actions. If you cannot or you feel that working on your Jeep is beyond your abilities, seek the help or advice of a trained certified mechanic. Got a tip? We do. It's time for Jeep Tips. Today I'd like to talk about checking your oil. Now some people may think that that's pretty elementary, but I think I can give you a couple of tips that might help. First of all, uh, usually, I don't know about you, but I have this tendency when I get gas, you know, the pump's working and all that stuff, and I go wash the glass, then maybe I want to go check the oil. Maybe that's a habit left over from when I used to pump gas or something, but that's really not the best time to check it. 
the best time to check your engine oil is in the morning when the engine is cold because as you drive your engine a lot of the uh, oil ends up in the uh, valve train and the heads and so forth and it'll show a little bit uh, lower than it normally would if it's all drained down and the second issue uh, which a lot of people may not realize is that if you have a hot dipstick and hot oil it'll migrate up the uh, dipstick and it could be as much as a quarter of a quart off uh, half a pint of oil off so in other words if you were to check your oil with the dipstick hot after driving it for a while and then take that dipstick and put it in some cold water and then check it again you would see that you have about a half a pint less oil than what you thought you had so it's really not quite a true reading of what you have in your crankcase so to get a true reading the best thing to do is before you start your engine is to go out and just pull the dipstick out you don't have to wipe it off or anything and the oil will be right where it is uh, it'll show right where it's supposed to be there and uh, if it's uh, low or not you, you know actually what it has not maybe what you think it has based on oil migration and uh, having a lot of oil up in the valve train so it's real easy you just go out pop the hood pull a dipstick if it needs some you put it in if not you're good to go now the next thing that a lot of people neglect to check is the automatic transmission and there's a dipstick that's usually on the passenger side right by the firewall and uh, on our jeeps particularly the late model jeeps it's real easy to find there it's right by the uh, dipstick um, but it's uh, it's kind of a pain in the neck you know you you got to get the engine warm so you got to drive it for a while and then you got to make sure that it's idling in neutral and then you pull a dipstick out and you wipe it off and you put it back in and the oil's real thin and it's hard to see and all that stuff so it ends up that it's really kind of a pain in the neck so I'd like to give you a suggestion on a good way to check your transmission oil after you've checked your engine oil with the engine cold you can check your transmission fluid also and I know you're saying well you know they say to do this this and that but what you do is you um, check it like you normally would drive it get it warm uh, in neutral with the engine idling you pull a dipstick out make sure where it is then you shut it off for about uh, 10 minutes or so let the oil drain down while it's still warm and then pull the dipstick again and notice where that oil level will be it'll be showing that it's more than full probably by uh, anywhere from a half a quart to a quart if your in if your transmission oil is at the right level when it's warm and so forth and you you do this um, then what you can do is you can mark that and uh, just put a scratch or something on your dipstick and then put your dipstick back in and uh, forget about it then when you uh, you'll know what it's supposed to be when the oil is not being pumped in the uh, transmission so then after you've checked your cold engine you can pull your dipstick real fast and you don't have to wipe it off or anything just like the engine oil you'll just look at it and if it's near that little mark that you've made you're fine if it's not 
you put a little oil in and uh, you'll be far more inclined to check your transmission oil that way than have to go through all that other stuff. So uh, you can make sure that your transmission is uh, oil is where it's supposed to be. And that's pretty critical because uh, if you're down a quart of oil, say on a uh, automatic transmission, that can be a bad thing for it because it'll uh, be starving itself for oil. The clutches will be slipping when they're not supposed to. The oil pressure within the transmission won't be high enough. And so it might not shift properly or it might drop down out of a gear or uh, any number of things like that. And you're going to say, oh my gosh, what happened to my transmission? So it's real important to keep that oil level up. And there's no such thing as a deep pan for a uh, AW4 transmission so that you can uh, have a couple of extra quarts of oil in there as a reserve. So you're stuck with the stock pan and you need to uh, monitor that oil closely. So with a little bit of preparation, you can check it cold and check it often. Boy, uh, I don't know that I'd want a deeper pan on the AW4. It's, uh, it's low enough already. <laughs> yeah, no, there's uh, one of the things I've heard of guys doing, though, uh, typically when you're doing something like a rear main seal swap uh, or something like that, when you're dropping that pan, uh, some guys weld in a little bit of a baffle uh, in the oil pan just to kind of help keep the oil around and nestled around the uh, the, the pickup. Uh, really good for those uh, extreme off-camber situations. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, well, you know, uh, it was uh, the uh, uh, Petty Cash Racing that was having some problems with the 4.0 blowing them up because they were all always going in a circle racing yeah. that thing, and they were blowing them up because it was starved for oil. They had to put baffles in there. So, yeah, I've been on the trail myself a couple of times and in a position where uh, I see the oil pressure start to drop, and I've even had the oil light come on a couple of times. And, mm, uh, and if you're good. in that kind of situation, uh, just give it a couple of light RPMs. Uh, you don't floor it or, or hold, the, uh, hold it down, uh, hold the accelerator down at all, uh, but just give the RPMs a little bit of a bump, and, and sometimes that's enough to, uh, to help bring some of that oil back up into the engine a little better. A little thicker oil, a uh, little heavier weight might help out too. Hey, yes. I forgot about the Josh's subconscious. We can't, we can't leave without that. Let's uh, uh -oh. let's get this on here. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, buddy. Don't think it. We won't play it. Yeah. I and now <laughs> another message from Josh's subconscious. Yeah. Oh man, isn't it ironic that Tony wants me to go into the closet to record myself being out of the closet? It's hilarious. Now, I have another ball joint tip for you. You have to protect them. They are very, very delicate. Very delicate. So you can go to the local sporting goods store, and you can pick up a protective cup and a jock strap, which is kind of like a male G-string. It's really cool. So anyways, now, here's another tip. You never know when you're going to need penetrating oil. Well, unless you go to a ball joint, and then you always need penetrating oil. <laughs> Oh, well, gotta go. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, like a male G-string. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be oh, an M-string. <laughs> that just conjures up so many bad images. But, uh, but yeah, no, I've, I've, I've mentioned several times. I've got, uh, I've got several cans of penetrating oil around the garage and the Jeep. Yes, well... Some of us need that extra uh, lubrication, and uh, others don't. So, anyway, uh, we mentioned this earlier. <laughs> we mentioned this earlier that uh, uh, anybody can be a part of this show. We don't want to come across as some professionals 
frankly, I'm shocked that anybody would think that. <laughs> no, I got I got to admit. I mean, uh, we've mentioned several times that you know Tony and I are just kind of doing this uh, one because it's a it's a passion. You know, we're very passionate about Jeeps and Cherokees and off roading and stuff like that. Uh, but this is also a hobby for us. Yes. You know. Uh, and, and we have fun with it, obviously <laughs> just going <laughs> off of that last little bit right there. We like to have fun with the show and we like sharing that fun with you guys. We love having you guys getting involved and, and, and joining in on the fun, uh, because it is, it's a lot of fun. It really, it, it helps, uh, diversify the podcast and, and really it just, it is having you guys get involved with that is, uh, is, is just that, that reciprocal feedback, uh, that, that really, you know, makes a lot of this worthwhile. Um, that, uh, you know, you guys are getting involved, that you enjoy the show so much to the point of where you'd like to be a part of it. And we hope that you do. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's so many ways that you can do that by email or by phone. And really the best way, just get a hold of us, uh, you know, Josh at xjtalk.com, Tony at xjtalk.com. Give us a voicemail, 530-675-4102. Let us know you want to be a part of it. And we'll let you know, okay, Leo, what do you have on your mind? This is how you do it. Let's schedule a time. You know, all that sort of stuff, and we'll get you in on the show and figure out a way for you to get involved. Yep. Just uh, So bottom line, just a couple of knuckleheads with Jeeps and a passion to talk about it. <laughs> it's all it, it's all, it, all it amounts to, guys. So uh, please feel free to join us. Well, and you guys can join us on Facebook as well. We're also on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher Radio and even TuneIn.com. Uh, all of your mobile listening pleasure. And, of course, you can find us on iTunes. And we can't forget about YouTube, where you can find us broadcasting the show live every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central. Yep, yep. Uh, actually, I queued up several live events. So for the next, uh, well, two more weeks after this one, uh, there's live events there. You can actually add it to your calendar. So if you've got uh, a Google calendar, an Outlook calendar, uh, probably even a Thunderbird calendar, you can go, go over to our uh, YouTube.com slash XJTalk. You'll see the live events that are scheduled up. You can click it at click add to your calendar, and you'll get notification of this. Now it may be too late for some of you guys. Ten o'clock Central Time may be too late for you. We understand it's not too bad for you West Coasters, and there's a lot of people in the West that could be watching our show. So oh yeah, absolutely. There's a ton of stuff, lots of videos, even some of the shows over on YouTube as well. It's not just about the live stuff. You can find the entire show archive over at xjtalkshow.com clear back to episode one all the way to this one as well oh and uh, if you're a wrangler owner and you missed the wrangler segment tonight uh, we didn't have one uh, rob was uh, running a little light he wasn't able to get the segment to us not to worry uh, we're going to have all kinds of little segments as more people get involved uh, so uh, don't don't think that rob has gone away he hasn't he's going to be working on a wrangler segment and uh, we'll probably have it for next week. So uh, I don't want to say we will until we actually have it, but uh, we'll be having more Wrangler segments. He's enjoyed, enjoying doing them, and we're certainly enjoying learning about uh, more about our Jeep brethren. Oh, yeah. Very much enjoy having Rob being, being a part of the show. Uh, guys, make sure you're telling a friend. If you like the show, you think you know somebody who might be interested in, uh, in what we're doing here, well, let them know about it. Uh, send off a couple of links, tell them about the show, and even have them join in on the fun as well. There is always, I'm going to steal it, Josh, there's always a seat open. It could be for you. That's right, guys. I didn't we'll sell it, did I? That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun tonight, guys. Keep up those Amazon purchases. Uh, throw some more of those curveballs, guys. We have oh, a yeah. lot of fun with it, and uh, and it really makes for for, uh, for a good, fun show. And so I'm serious, man. It's a good excuse for the, uh, for the spouse. You know, like, oh, honey, I got it because it was going to be on the show, but we could still use it. 
You guys have a great uh, night and the rest of the week. Take care.